Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Uh, Mr. Ben is directly across from me, fine local businessman in, of the two dozen people. People running for senator and governor in Pennsylvania. He knows at least half of them and maybe more. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> it's not ideal, I'll tell you that. No, um, no. I mean, not knowing them, but that means you've been around a while. And we're seeing that uh, Pennsylvania has to sort of sort out sort out right. the candidates for uh, governor and U.S. Senate, well, and, and sure. let alone forget sorting out that. What the Sam Hill is going on with redistricting? <laughs> are, are, are we going to take Camden, New Jersey? I feel bad for Congressman Keller. Now he's got to vanquish another comer. We have on the news line a congressman who toyed with a conceptual idea of entering the gubernatorial race, and I think those thoughts have probably subsided. Is that true, Congressman Muser? <laughs> Well, good morning. Uh, yes, I am uh, most definitely uh, running for, uh, for the House, for the United States House. Extremely important that we win back the House, of course. We can't take anything for granted. We do feel strongly that uh, largely due to the Biden-Bernie uh, Sanders policies and the results of those policies, uh, their polls are, uh, uh, their popularity is dropping like a, like a rock. Uh, as it should, because nobody's benefiting or nobody appreciates uh, this woke outlook on our military, on our national security, on our energy independence, on our our economy. Um, we want to be a highly competitive country and, uh, and 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 a very very strong military country, and, and that's what the, that's what the world needs from us as well. We are on but anyway. The, hey, great to be with you. Yeah, thank you so much. We're on the news line with Dan Muser, U.S. Congressman from the Ninth District, based in Dallas, Pennsylvania. One redistricting map shifts his district quite a bit, but uh, he'll have his own seat and won't have to run against any other Republicans or Democrats to keep the seat, other than a normal election where you know somebody could run against him. Uh, but Congressman. Kelly would have to run against Congressman Joyce from the south central portion of the state, so that's a bit of a dilemma in my view, anyway. So uh, to be yeah, to be determined, you know, I, don't, I don't think that's going to play out that way. Okay, I, I mean, got first you. of all, yeah, first of all, we don't know, uh, but secondly, you know, they're always talking about the citizens' map and and all, and the House map, by the way, that came out, the Republican House map. Uh, did not, you know, just came out yesterday, I guess, the day before, have Congressman Keller with Joyce. It has it has Congressman Keller in, in his own district. So I know there's a lot of different maps floating out there. Okay. And as a matter of fact, that same map has me, in fact, with uh, 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 Matt Cartwright. Yeah. Um, so the whole thing is still up in the air. People should be aware. But I'll tell you what, people should also be telling their state legislators, I, I think on the House side, it's done, that make this a truly a 
a citizen's map. And what and what that means is that, you know, citizens got to come first on these maps. I mean, an incumbent should, you know, we changed the districts three years ago. I've gotten to know my district um, uh, from Northumberland County to, uh, to South Berks County, through Luzerne County, Carbon, Columbia, Montour, I'm going to be in Danville today in a couple hours. You get to know your district, and then you'll be able to start learning how to really do good things for your district once you, it's like knowing your customer best. Then you know what products and services to provide them. And over time, these last three years, we've built some great relationships. And to pull that out, not just from me, the heck with me, I'm one individual, but but the the 750,000 people that you represent, you know, they come to count on you. They know who your member is. They know who to call for visas and IRS issues and where our offices are located. And, and to pull that out, we now have um, Connor Lamb and Mike Doyle, two Democrats, are not running out in the western part of the state. It makes all the sense in the world. All of those folks out there are going to have a new representative, a new member of Congress anyway. So those should be the districts that, that get focused on being absorbed since Pennsylvania has to lose one seat um, uh, due to our uh, our slow uh, growth in population. Anyway, that, that that's my pitch. There, we should incumbents should keep as much of their current district as possible. Certainly, the appropriate changes due to population growth and population changes that that's understood. That makes sense. But if we really if we really care about the citizens, we ought to be we ought to be keeping consistency. And if citizens want to get rid of their representative, vote them out. We're, we have elections every two years. Well, and I think the. Unfortunately, last time the state Supreme Court drew the map, which is how it ever passed U.S. constitutional muster is beyond me, but that's how that was done. So, you know, all of this talk is preliminary until they get their opportunity. Maybe it's a fair map. I don't I'm not going to weigh in on whether it was the right map to draw. It just seems strange. You had to turn to a justice to get, you know, you you don't think of the state Supreme Court as having a cartographer on staff until now. But that's another issue. Okay, All right. So redistricting is one factor. You've seen a lot of constituents lately. You have some time with constituents now. What are you talking about? What are they talking to you about? I'm sure the pandemic is top of the mind. So uh, tell us what you're hearing from your constituents now. Yeah, I mean, certainly pandemic is is up there. It's a really serious issue. I mean, inflation, uh, people are really uh, upset about some of the things going on in the economy. Of course, all the small businesses, every small business, and I do a lot of small business tours, and I'm on the Small Business Committee. Um, my whole life has been spent, really, with uh, my adult life with small business. Um, uh, the, the workforce availability is highly frustrating. They're, they're working harder, and, and their sales are higher, but their margins are, are, are leaner. So they're, they're, in many cases, making less, even though they're, they're selling a lot more due to the Biden policies, largely, of um, pushing, pushing spending, pushing, pushing um, uh, too many dollars, chasing too few goods, and uh, pushing the spending side of the equation and not, not the production side of it. And people are really, really outraged about the border crisis, and they should be. Uh, this is self-made. Uh, what the Biden folks have done with the border is nothing short of tragic. Um, uh, you know, we had these secret flights coming into Pennsylvania that I've been dealing with and others have. Um, we've had about 13 flights literally in the middle of the night. There were two flights that came in on Christmas night. 
certainly with the attempt to be secretive. The only way we found out because folks at the airport called us and, and said, hey, you need to know what's going on here. You know, they did that anonymously. And, um, and, and, and it was happening. 150 uh, illegals, mostly uh, unaccompanied minors, being flown in, being driven off secretly in, in buses. I mean, this is outrageous what this, um, what this administration continues to do. And the people need to be aware of it. We've got to face the truth. Um, and we, um, you know, we, we need to, frankly, we, we need to vote them out. But during the meantime, we need to voice our dis, discontent with what they're doing. But, but real quick, Mark and Ben, I want to, um, it's real important on this COVID issue. I mean, it's very, very serious. You know, I've been in touch with the various hospitals from Geisinger and uh, Lehigh Valley and St. Luke's and uh, general, everybody in our, uh, within my district. I mean, um, elective surgeries are being minimized, if, if not canceled. That's been going on for a couple of months. That's not a good thing. The strain on um, the hospitals, the hospitals, Geisinger, for instance, is at a, over 100% capacity. And, and look, you got to face the, the truth. 85% of those that are in the hospital, that are hospitalized, this is data, it's not, it's not conjecture, have not been vaccinated. And they're, they're nearing a 20% fatality rate for those who are hospitalized. So look, the only the point is this: no no vaccine mandates. I mean, that's 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 an outrage. Why this this uh, this administration doesn't have empathy and understanding that that people have real concerns. Uh, some people have real concerns with the vaccine, uh, but and why we don't talk about immunities, therapies, uh, provide real data so people can make their own decisions. But on the same note, if you if you're not vaccinated, you should go see your doctor. Ask him if there's any ill effects or reasons that you shouldn't get vaccinated and the bottom line is this this uh this virus right now this strain is very contagious and as we all know and we we have to keep safe but open um testing is an unmitigated disaster it's it's, it's really an outrage how uh, this administration again botched the uh the the, the testing um stockpiles um, and, uh, you know, the idea of mandates, that just drives, drives people crazy because they're not being respected in the manner that they should be. Again, people should be provided the right information, the truth, know what, what the real situation is, and be able to make those decisions. But, but consult your doctor because without this vaccine, all ages put themselves in a very higher risk category and situation. It's just, that's just, that's, just, that's, that's the fact. Yeah. And Dan, uh, moving from, from COVID over to the economy a little bit, you know, you look at inflation at 7% plus, you look at the uh, consumer price index up, you, you look at the information coming out of uh, uh, Wall Street uh, you, you, as far as earnings now with companies, and you see pluses on the economic side as a Wall Street, but you see such negatives on the main street numbers, what people are going through, not only just you talked about businesses and the COVID's effect on businesses, but you look at for leadership and you look at the Biden administration and it seems like, well, let's blame the meat packers, the meat industry. Let's blame agriculture for this. Let's blame. I mean, is there any leadership? Do you see any leadership coming out? I mean, oil companies uh, for the price of gas. You look at the lack of leadership or is it also the lack of understanding how an economy works 
<laughs> it's got to be, right? I mean, for them to advocate for, to, to state that they want to do this Build Back Better $5 trillion spending bill while we just are experiencing the highest level of inflation since the early 80s, right? Yesterday, 7% came out, the highest since 1982, and yet they're still beating that drum and they think it's going to be great and somehow it's going to mitigate inflation. Yes, it's they're, 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 they believe in policies that are erroneous and uh, it's like trying to defy gravity. Uh, it's a socialist outlook. Uh, you know, you, you hesitate to put it that way, but it's a socialist outlook on on um, what uh, on what we know to be uh, a far more effective capitalist uh, society, driving production, driving desire, driving work, not driving giveaways, and, and big government. They're, they're for big government. We're for a big economy. Um, but the other is that they, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, 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 that's what. See, it's about power, too, right? I mean, the more they can grow the size of their bureaucracies and their government, the more control they'll have, even if the House uh, gets, gets voted out. Um, the Biden administration will have these big, these, these big slush funds. Uh, so, you know, there's a series of mistakes take, taking uh, taken, um, uh, place here, Ben. Um, you know, from even... Look, even the idea that our president of the United States uh, goes to Georgia yesterday, and and look, I respect the office. I, it's not easy for me to say this, and just lies to the American people over and over, and uh, regarding voting rights. You know, we we could talk about that. The the outrage of this federal attempt to take over our elections completely unconstitutional and yet and completely tone deaf i mean think about all the other issues that we have internationally and domestically and their big issue is to take over the elections with with um federalized laws that the majority the vast majority of american people don't want okay they want to ban the the requirement for an id now, Pennsylvania, we have our ID issue. Basically, you don't need an ID. But 33 states, you do. And anyone, you ask, do you think you need an ID to vote? And they'd say, well, of course. You need an ID for virtually anything in your life. And this bill also allows the attorney general, this guy Garland, for crying out loud, the same guy that, that called parents uh, of, of, of school children domestic terrorists, he would have all the authority over what sort of laws and regulations each state could implement related to their own elections. That's in the bill. Uh, it would be, it allows ballot harvesting. Ballot harvesting is outrageous. I know it's legal in some states, but, it, but it's crazy. Well, you can knock on your door and say, hey, let's fill out your ballot now while I'm here. I'll help you. And now I'll take your ballot and, and bring it to, I'll vote for you. That's, that's what it allows for, and that's in this bill. Let's do the lightning round here where we try to address a couple of topics with the short amount we have time. Uh, January 6th committee, there are a few Republicans there, although the president, uh, former president, says they're rhinos, not real ones, so maybe that doesn't help. Your view on this, do you think they have credibility? Are you monitoring what they're coming up with? So, of course, we had sedition charges against some folks yesterday, conspiracy to commit sedition. So January 6th, you know, reiterate to your feelings about that well you know I, I i was there um i was there leading up to it i had enough information no real intel to tell my staff not to show up that day 
um, and why the Capitol wasn't more protected is a big question. We actually had a meeting yesterday with Kevin McCarthy and a few members, myself included, with the Sergeant of Arms and the new Capitol uh, police officer. We'll get into those details, but it was not um, it was not completely satisfactory by by, by any means. Uh, they appeared to be trying. Um, no, the look, there were the people that showed up that day, many actually, to cause mayhem, and they came with gas masks and tools and hammers and all kinds of crazy stuff. I saw them real up close. Um, but, but a lot of other people clearly just got caught up in it, thinking it was a rally, and, and it went it went real bad. There's nothing good to say about that day. Uh, regarding January 6th commission, look, initially, I said, okay, yeah, let's get a commission together. Let's try to find out facts. Why, how did this happen? How was the intel so bad? How were the reactions so bad that I knew to tell my staff not to come in? And, 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 and yet, we had the same level of the Capitol Police that day as we would on any day. And National Guard didn't come in until the very end. And if they would have been there, it never would have happened. But this, this January 6th commission, it all started with one word. Initially, it was they were going to have co-chairs, um, not a chair and a vice chair, but co-chairs, one Republican, one Democrat, and it required the consent of the co-chair on, on their subpoenas, on their probes, on, on all actions. Well, they changed that to they, the chair would only have to advise what was then made the vice chair, who was, of course, the Republican. And so right there, it became a, it became a kangaroo operation, a kangaroo court. And, and then it went from bad to worse. I mean, look, let's face it, their first couple of subpoenas were Steve Bannon and Sean Hannity. I mean, this is not a serious approach. This is, this is, this is, a, uh, this is just a way, a political organization, to uh, uh, color this thing from bad to worse uh, and to go on the attack on Donald Trump. I mean, that's, that's, that's honestly how I see it. They're not, even who was my friend, Liz, Liz Cheney. I mean, wh what are you doing? Her office is, is right next to mine. I mean, I asked her, why wouldn't we have a real investigation as to how this occurred and some of the other things, perhaps, why, why, how this came about? But instead, it's a, uh, it's a political hit job. Okay, last one of our listeners sends a note and says, who won the 2020 election? Oh, obviously, Joe Biden won the 2020 election, right? <laughs> okay. However, yeah. However, however, right. We need to know what happened along the way. And I'd be glad to go through with anyone what occurred unconstitutionally by our Secretary of State. I'm not going to say steal, not going to say cheating, because it was done in broad daylight. They stacked the deck in broad daylight when they said no signatures needed to be matched on mail-in ballots. That opened up the floodgates to accepting any ballot that came, nothing was disqualified. Frankly, Dan Muser could have written Santa Claus on that ballot, uh, and uh, it, would, it would have been counted. So those sort of things, you can't have a Secretary of State breaking the law, because they did, weeks before an election, and changing the election rules. That is unconstitutional for a good reason, and that is what has people continue to be very upset and uh, continue to have lack of trust for our voting integrity. And again, those sort of things can't happen. We have to have rules, and they need to apply uh, evenly and consistently throughout the Commonwealth. Dan, one more here about uh, the immigration scenario we've seen here. Uh, we got an email telling us that uh, PolitiFact has checked the GOP claims of illegal 
migrants being bussed or flown into Pennsylvania, and they say that's false. However, there's been too much reporting on this that has shown planes there, buses there. So uh, there's a scenario here that political fact might not understand. Political fact, I, they did a, um, a fact check on something as well the other day, and they, they were completely uh, wrong. Um, look, we saw them. We've got video of them. I, I have firsthand information from people at the HHS confirmed it with me. HHS, I had a meeting with the folks, because when, when it's minors, it goes from Department of Homeland Security to HHS. I had a meeting with four upper uh, high-level individuals there. They told me what occurred. And um, certainly I wasn't satisfied. I told them it was outrageous that they were doing this in the, in the secret dead of the night. You know, they danced around that one. But they did assure me that these uh, people were being screened. They did assure me that they were being COVID tested. How can they be screened when you can't, you don't know who they are, yeah. right? They don't, they don't carry identififications. So, so yeah, that, 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 that's not fact check. That's a political agenda-driven check. All right. We got you. Thank you so much. We got to let you get on to your next appointment. But thank you so much for calling in. Really appreciate it. We'll talk again. You have an open mic anytime. Hey, thanks, guys. Absolutely enjoy it. Happy New Year. See you soon. I appreciate that. U.S. Congressman Dan Muser, 9th District, Dallas, Pennsylvania. Uh, Latest rendition of the redistricting map pushes him up into uh, the Cartwright (laughs) District. So the two would have to run together. Is that what I just heard? Okay. But but believe me, folks, to be determined. Uh, We might not. Our primary in Pennsylvania might be pushed back because of this. Or we might be voting under old maps. And then the new district. And then changing. So. uh, is yeah, that legal? It, yeah, it's, <laughs> okay. there's president for it, and it's yeah, happened before, it. but yeah. uh, this should not be this complicated. Should All right, we're taking a quick break. Anybody has a quick comment about Congressman Muser's remarks, call us immediately, 1-800-795-9565, particularly about these ICE flights. His view, much, much different than the official version. So uh, we can explore that a little bit when we come back. But your topic of discussion now, a brief segment of open phones here, then the news at the top of the hour, one 800 There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. No takers on the telephone line, so we have some emails here. One of our listeners says, I'd like to know if Congressman Muser agrees that Republicans need to stop spreading Trump's big lie. Well, you heard him say that the election was won Joe by Joe uh, Biden. the 46th President of the United States. Right, and I think it's a f- I think it has a fair observation there that Pennsylvania definitely changed Coming the up. playing field. Uh, 
No, I th- about 2020, I think his observation that Pennsylvania changed the playing field in favor of Democrats in the run-up to the election. Whether it made a difference, I sincerely doubt it. I mean, it would have made the difference between Pennsylvania uh, going the other way. But in any event, so that's uh, that answer. And you heard his opinion about January 6th. Uh, another person asked the question. Unfortunately, I didn't get to, to ask the congressman this. Ask about Democrats and NASA shell bill they're using to sneak their voting bill through the Senate. So, uh, yes, well, something I, I get, for our senator. You know, part of it is uh, you, you hear the term clean bill and you hear the term regular order. If we could get back to regular order in the House and the Senate, Congress will be far better because then all the legislators will be put on. I mean, you're, you're back to then doing what you did 20 years ago, 10 years ago. You, you end up having uh, priorities to your legislation and you look at it. These continuing resolutions are ridiculous, mm-hmm. these CRs. And, and, and the other part of that, too, is... Um, you know, attaching amendments. Mark, you could you could start out with a clean water bill and you could be funding hamster research in, <laughs> in uh in not that there's anything yeah, wrong. I mean it, it just gets to the point where these bills get uh lopsided. So get the clean bills and get back to regular order and you'll have a better Congress. All right, one of our listeners says, Mark, you're not doing your job. <laughs> hey, our job is to open up the mic. You be the decider. It's not my job to challenge everybody who calls in. Tom, you're not you doing your job. Send us an email or call in. The congressman would love to hear from you. My job is not to interrupt the congressman and do his fact-checking. And we're comparing, we're comparing a reporter to a congressman? That's why we hired an audience. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free number. We would just love to hear from you today. Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor. Please do as I've done. Start your next car search at sunburymotors.com. You'll end up in a Ford Bronco, Ford Ranger, Ford Maverick, a excursion, an explorer, two or three different F-150s, and an F-250. Well, okay, so that might not yeah. happen exactly the same way to you as it has Mark, to me. In that new song, but I've gotten by the American Buy, drove my F-150 to the levee, but it was dry, so get down to Sunbury Motors and uh, get an F-150 and go find a dry levee. If I were uh, able to pick, I'd probably pick the F-250 as my own personal vehicle. Well, if they were just going to give one to me. And then the electric Mustang would be in the garage. Yeah, we got that F-150 you're tooling around. <laughs> Isn't that a nice one? Mm-hmm. And it's funny, the, the one that I have that I'm driving in now is a two-door with the cruise seat or a club cab, mm-hmm. but they now have an identical truck with 
a crew cab, which is four doors and uh, uh, you know full row of seats in the back, and then an eight foot bed. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like a tuna boat going down the highway. But it's a gorgeous truck. And so you're not parallel parking that. A lot no, of you can find an end cap and park through two of them. Mm-hmm. Is what happens there. All right, but the camera tells you when you're halfway through, so that's the good news. All right, our toll free line open one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We had Congressman Muser on the line uh, with his version of the facts related to the ice flights that are bringing uh, kids and adults into Wilkes-Barre. Not secret by every stretch of the imagination, but he feels as though uh, since he wasn't for notified about that, notified in advance, it was uh, surreptitious. So you be the judge of that. You can email us about that at onthemarketwkok.com or anything else he had to say. You heard him say the election was won fair and square by President Biden, but boy, do we need some election changes. That we can all agree with. Uh, The southern border, nothing less than a pure crisis. That still remains. And uh, what's your view on his other remarks? 1-800-795-9565. You can text us at 70236. we got some two great emails, three great emails. We'd like to read those as time permits. All right, some very brief news headlines. As we mentioned, Congressman Muser was on the news line earlier. He said, quote, as the U.S. Supreme Court affirmed today, the Biden administration's employer vaccine mandate is an overreach of the federal government's power, unquote. And Congressman Keller said, quote, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled six to three to stop President Biden from implementing his authoritarian vaccine mandate on American workers, unquote. Uh, so those are the full comments. That's just a brief glimpse, but you can read all the comments at WKOK.com. No details out yet from Sunbury police on a shooting. They say one person in custody, that person will be arraigned. One person was stabbed on Eisenhower Drive and will be uh, is being treated to Geisinger, so we hope to have more on that later. Lawmen held a news conference yesterday and said they are investigating and have made lots of arrests in the violent crime in the city lately. Understand that we have been diligently working over the past year in these serious cases. Not only in Sunbury, but the surrounding areas are also fed up with the current rise in gun activity. And they're turning over every stone to try and get the criminals off the street. Sunbury Police Chief Brad Hare. You can see the whole news conference at WKOK.com. Want to find out what's cooking with Lake Augusta and the Fiber Dam? DCNR holding a virtual town hall meeting Tuesday, 2 to 3 p.m. That's via computer. Uh, go to dcnr.pa.gov slash state park slash find a park slash Shikolami State Park slash pages slash default.aspx. Or just go to WKOK.com. Uh, do we need, oh, need we, some new technology? And we have the there. link at WKOK.com. New, new technology uh, slash Fiber Dam slash let's, let's make it consistently work. Do you know this one? A Connecticut man has made it official. He's coming back to Pennsylvania to run for U.S. Senate. Republican David McCormick officially in announced. Pittsburgh area. All right. He's a West native. West Point grad. Wrestled up at West Point. Chief executive of Bridgewater Associates. Might have some Chinese business dealings. Who do you think is going to win the Senate race? Oh, U.S. Senate race will be interesting, but uh, we'll uh, let, let's see after the uh, GOP and the Democratic State Committee meetings. Oh, okay. And then, Good but, idea. you know, the primary, like I said, the primary could be pushed back. We could be voting on, uh, of course, in the U.S. Senate, it won't matter, uh, but we could be voting on old districts for our state and House senators, let alone our congressional, uh, our legislators there. So, uh, but it's a, uh, it's a full field. I think, uh, is it good that there's more people involved, or does it show that the parties cannot pare down the best candidates so that 
those best candidates don't get beat up in the primary going on to the general election. More is better. More is better. Two schools of thought. All right. And finally, hang in there. There's hope the Omicron wave will be coming to an end soon. New health data shows the current wave is peaking in many cities. And that doesn't mean the outbreak will be over anytime soon. But if you heard Dr. DeLal on WKOK Sunrise today, says give it two or three weeks and you're going to see plummetization of the rates. And uh, in South Africa. And we'll have a tiny. Okay. So in South Africa. I haven't been paying from. attention there. But nonetheless, we'll start to put some of the uh, uh, pandemic in our rear view yeah. mirror. No, th- th- this got overhyped uh, with this uh, variant. Uh, I mean, from the standpoint of what was happening in South Africa. Oh, yeah. The like, unanswered question. Well, it seems like uh, we didn't. I mean, the, the who even talked about it. And it wasn't Roger Daltrey. <laughs> it the was, other one. Yeah. It was, you know, and then all of a sudden in the United States, everything. Well, I mean, it was. It was the sky was falling. I, I wouldn't disagree now, with that. We're not talking about Delta. We're talking about Omicron. Right. One of our listeners says, Joe always says Leonard Steinhorn leans to the left, so I guess it's okay to me, for me to say that Dan Muser leans to the right. You're not doing your job, Mark says uh, uh, Tom. I so. said uh, Dan Muser would probably tell you to your face that he leans to the yeah, right. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so a little bit. <laughs> I'm not sure what the emailer is trying to get to, Mark. You're Al, thanks. Oh, well, I guess uh, people, uh, I'll, I'll just job. say this. Al, stand by. Liberals want me to challenge these conservatives when they call in and interrupt them and start a big argument while they're trying to answer the question. That's not why we invite That's them. It's the always polite we, thing to do. To we invite out. people to call in afterward and send us notes and challenge all they want. Call uh, Congressman, uh, no, scratch that, Senator Yaw had an open phones segment. Nobody called this week. He's conservative. He's coming back. He wants to do a town hall meeting here. Gene Yaw has made a difference in the state Senate in Lately. such a positive way. In the last couple of years. Uh, the Reggie issue, I don't know if you talked about that at all, is tremendously negative. I mean, it is just preposterous that that would be And considered. is that in effect right now? I'm no, gonna, it's okay, not. It's, not. It, it, okay. it's just, uh, we can't say the word on here. It's it's part of That's your baloney. posterior. It's cockamamie. <laughs> it's cockamamie. Even I know that. Al, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. No, I don't know if I'd building on um, who was your guest, Mario? Um, Go ahead. The one the conservative you're talking about, you just slipped my name. Congressman Muser? Yeah, Muser. Uh, 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 is it Al? It sounds like you're in a tin cup. Thing about uh, Senator Mario Scavillo? Uh, I, I, Scavulo? Yes. Yeah, uh, Al, we're having a tough time hearing you. I've heard the name. Okay. I'll call back. I don't know. Uh, there, okay. there, you're better. We can hear you now. So, okay. yeah, just speak right uh, into the phone. Are you using speaker? Yeah. All right. Well, no, talk right into the phone. Come on now. It's a talk radio. <laughs> you can pick up the phone one day. It won't kill you. I'm, I'm getting there. There you go. What's up? Okay. Okay. Well, there's a representative, and you guys said his last name, Music. Mario. And he wants to put them, get legislation to be able to put them right on a bus and take them to Delaware after they land at our airports. <laughs> oh, okay. Take them to Rehoboth. That's yeah. visit President yeah. Biden's house. He wants to get them right on back down to there. And and uh, that was on uh, Fox News this morning. He made it on there. Okay. This is, uh, a, this is a state rep, Mayor 
Yeah, he's a state rep okay. of the 40th district, I believe. Uh, okay, I did see something. Uh, heard about that Wednesday. There was going to be legislation, but yeah, that's that's posturing for the cameras. But it is effective, and the principle of it is what the Sam Hill's going on. Why why do we why do we ha- you know I think the Saki the press secretary said, oh it's not late night, it's early morning. Well, when you make a comment like that. You know, you know. Let's get to the absurd because you're past ridiculous, and uh, this has uh, been going on. And ha- it's it's happening all over the country, I believe. Erie. Well, he, uh, he has a lot to do with the airports, so he knows a lot of people at the airports, and he's he's been hearing it firsthand and and getting uh, their cell phone. They make videos and send them to him, so he really you know, he's on top of it, and he, he doesn't like what's happening and. Which, you know, with this dynamic that's going on, these people aren't even tested, and they're just spreading them throughout everywhere. It's no wonder the numbers are going crazy. Well, I don't think we know exactly if they're tested or not, but more more than likely it's questionable if they are cuz uh and no this is just part of the immigration debacle uh that that's happened since uh Biden administration took effect and even before uh the Trump administration left uh you know we we have a problem and people around here are in their cocoon if they don't not understand what is going on at the border it affects the United States it doesn't affect Arizona New Mexico Texas Florida. E- illegal immigration affects the United States. Well, if you infected him on Long Island, uh, the guy on Fox, I guess one of his relatives is a teacher out there, and he said the classroom has doubled, and if you complain, they just move you to somewhere worse in, in the inner city and, and punish you that way, that if you say anything about these immigrants that they're throwing in your classroom and overloading it, you get punished if you say anything and get sent sent away. All right, okay. we got you, Al. Thank you so much Appreciate for calling it, in. Thank you, sir. Yeah. All right, uh, Bob. Next up from Danville, PA. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Um, I was going to. I was actually calling about a different subject, but I can't help but comment on this immigration business. And what is it? What does a president have to do to lose his credibility completely? And this this debacle at the border certainly qualifies him for that. When you allow people in and bust them all over or fly them all over, I mean that's that's just beyond just beyond belief, really. So anyhow, anything anything that he says or does is when I when I see him on TV, I want to turn it off because of of what he's doing. But anyhow, that's not the reason I called. But I have to comment on that. But the reason I called is. You know Biden's election. For example, there's a there's a uh, a certain percentage of people who just don't vote for whatever reason. So if you want to get a lot of votes from, just got a, a big number of votes, and at that time they were sending out mail-in ballots. Well, if you send out millions of of mail-in ballots and send them to people who that that percentage of people that don't ordinarily vote for whatever reason. And you put a self-addressed uh, stamped envelope in there, so those people are going to vote. You know, so if you sent a disproportionate number to Democrats, you're going to get a disproportionate number of votes. And also, if you have if you have media such as Facebook, who knows who's who's Republican and who's Democrat, encourages people to vote, but they encourage people Democrats primarily. So. 
he may have gotten a big number of votes, but he didn't get them the right way. Well, yeah, I mean, the Facebook that's, is... That's my, that's my comment. Well, sure, Facebook is one factor. Pennsylvania changed their election rules and manners that would change uh, the outcome primarily for Democrats. And all over the U.S., there's all kinds of changes. That's why we do need the voting rights bill, so we can get some national standards here, especially for voter ID, get a national standard that says, okay, if you have a voter ID, you have to help individuals who have trouble getting an ID. You have to help them. You know, that would be a fabulous idea in Pennsylvania. That's not in the uh, ID law that's pending in Pennsylvania, so it needs to be added. So people that have trouble, and several of whom have called this show, saying, "Look, I wanted to get an ID or a photo ID for my for myself or my parents, and it's just impossibly difficult to do." So, in any event, right? So we we definitely have to, even if we don't end up with the voting rights bill, we got to have it get some of these states that really seriously examine whether the voting bills that they're passing are fair or not, and if they're helping, you know, some of them might help secure the election so my gosh definitely do that but uh, do you think do you do you think what i said is is correct about how he got so many votes well, I, th- I, I, I really can't answer that. I don't know. You'd have to look at every state and add them up. But it's more than obvious that people were doing things that were shady during this, whether it's sending out ballots, you know, willy-nilly. Some states did that. They sent ballots to every single man, woman, and 18-and-up child in the in the state. Well, that's ridiculous. Of course you're going to call. But you had the two top vote-getters in a presidential election, or very close, Biden and Trump. I mean, those, those so, so what... Inf- what was the influx of... When you had Republicans sent, sending out fake ballots from well, the RNC okay, early but, on. But so both sides then. But, I mean, there's, there seems to be some confusion. And also the part about it is I don't know of any person who cannot get an ID or it's difficult, meaning in Pennsylvania, Arizona, So if you don't know this person, they don't exist. You're certain of that. There's no, no one in the world. But but you're saying people cannot get IDs? Okay. Well, we'll I, 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 I have not seen that. Okay. And you know everybody in the world. No, no, I do have not known of that being broadcasted or talked about. You just mentioned people cannot get an ID. Have trouble. I, I, I know four people. Well, define trouble. I know four people who do not have driver's license that have IDs for identification. All right, Bob, go ahead. We'll let you wrap up. Yeah, I know someone that got three ballots. Democrat got three ballots. Well, obviously. Three mail-in ballots. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, I mean, what they did, what they did is they, they swayed the election in favor of Biden. And it actually, you know, when he says it was stolen, maybe that's not the correct word. Right. But they did it. They did it underhand. Right. Not in a fair way. Maybe some national, not a national standard, because we know elections are up to the states, but sort of a national rubric through which states could pick and choose, you know, security or ID measures. Maybe that would help. Bob, thank you so much. Great call. You're welcome to call anytime. We're always glad to hear from you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Looks like we got uh, calls waiting. we got to take a quick break. We're going to get back to the phone lines ASAP. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market 
it and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We're going to go right to the phones. Mike is next. Thank you for waiting. Dale, stand by. Stand, stand by. Uh, Mike has an open mic right now. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah, um, Mark, you had just commented that we absolutely need the uh, voter law that Biden and the Democrats are pushing. Did I hear you correctly? Well, I said that, but let me qualify it. We we have to (laughs) at least set some national standards for these election officers. You know, even if the dozens of election laws that have been uh, passed around the U.S. are not in any way hurting anybody's ability to vote, the perception is there, and can we not screen future laws through some sort of a rubric where we see, you know, does this disenfranchise anybody? Does it make it harder for people to vote? Is it fair? that you only have 20 drop boxes in Philadelphia instead of 30 or, you know, whatever it is. That's all, that's all I'm saying is that it, can we not have sort of a national screening process? And that's what the one voting rights bill does is it, it, it makes uh, the federal government weigh, you know, changes in the federal and in, in election laws at individual states. That's the one that I think expired. Yeah, you know, and I'll go back to my standard that any time the government tries to ensure a perfect system or a perfect <laughs> program or perfect anything, okay. they make it worse than it originally was, okay? And, I mean, let's face it, we had record voter turnout last time, and some of that was due to right here in Pennsylvania, we uh, our governor violated many laws in doing so. But, but the bottom line for me is... We have a president right now. Okay, Hillary Clinton referred to people like myself as deplorables. I listened to Joe Biden the other day, and and I I tell you what, I'm still in a little bit of shock because he essentially called anyone that wasn't supporting him right now a traitor to this country. And I have to say that, what are we about? This country is about 250 years old. In 250 years old, this country has become the leader of the free world. You know, people may argue with that from many different points of view, but I'm here to tell you that if we could wave a magic wand and make this country disappear from the face of the earth in a heartbeat, I think in a matter of days, this world would become hell on earth without the United States. I'm not saying we're the best, I'm not saying we're perfect, but I'm saying that we are that great experiment that these uh, you know, educated people talk about. We have 50 states in this country. Each one of them run differently. Each one of them is an experiment. And hopefully the progress that we have made over the last 250 years will uh, continue. But I think we have to turn things around. I think we're at a turning point right now. And I think that the, the Democrat left, I, I, I spoke to it yesterday, I think the direction that they want to take this country will be absolutely devastating for this country and as a result for the world. And I think that uh, letting the federal government take control of the elections across every state is just a step in that direction. 
and that's why I'm opposed to it. Now, you may call me a Trump pansy like other people. A Trump have. pansy. I voted for Donald Trump twice. I never heard that. And you may call a Trump pansy. Uh, really? Trump pansy, like a chimpanzee. Right, I got it. <laughs> I never heard that. Yeah. And I, I took it as a badge of honor because I, you know, I, I believe that I, I do uh, think about things. I do have a, a relatively decent mind. I believe in science. I believe in logic and critical thinking. Uh, even though I didn't learn really to read until about the third grade. Uh, hmm. But I, I just have to say that Biden really shocked me the other day. And and I'm going to, the last thing I'm going to say is I'm going to use as evidence Peggy Noonan. Now, Peggy Noonan was one of those never Trumpers. She helped elect Joe Biden. But her recent uh, opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal, I think it was titled The Bridge Too Far or something like that. It was devastating, and I don't know how any Biden supporter that thinks logically could read that article and still say he is the guy that's going to save this country. He has a pure optics problem. He has uh, his administration has an optics problem, and as you look back on his speeches, he has not been accountable for what he talked about as president uh, bringing the country together stopping the pandemic it, it, he he has a leader it's a leadership vacuum there and you want to talk about uh, shooting from the hip uh, you know it's, it's amazed to me that how unorganized this group is especially with president uh, ex-president well, past president Obama sitting in the background and, and lending his support uh, th- these guys are a rudderless right now. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Really appreciate the call. Well, I've maintained in the past, I think, honestly, the the Democrats just picked somebody that they thought and Biden was much sharper when he was running. Of course, now he's obviously declined. I don't... But I think they B-12 shots or well, something. Well, that's fine. They, they, they made him that. He was sharp in his youth, okay? So... Uh, sharp in his youth? He was plagiarized. Okay, that's I mean, fine. Joe All right, Biden never mind. Scratch that. Okay, scratch that premise then. All right, Biden's always been what he is today. We'll just leave it at that. Well, just the fact is, version. they thought he could get elected, so they nominated him. The goal was to get President Trump out yeah. because so many he was so divisive and such an embarrassment. Get him out. Doesn't matter who it is. Get him in. Now I don't think even well, Democrats ever envisioned that Joe Biden would be as bad as he is. But nonetheless, he's not Joe or he's not President Trump. So therefore, President th- Trump's administration made a difference. <laughs> look at look at the economy. Right, look at foreign policy. Point. Look at the and, and and the people who want to say Trump was. Uh, you know, it, it gets ridiculous after a while. But, uh, Dale, you are going to tell us about slush funds. Yeah, I just want to know where that money's coming from. Uh, they're from printing the $5 it. $5 trillion dollars that the federal government issued to the state. It's Modern Monetary Policy, MMP. Okay, where does the money come from? It Are comes we? from the sixth floor of the Treasury building. They print it in the sixth floor and move it down to the first yes. floor and out the door. Federal funds. Yeah. They allocate the state, okay? It's called so inflation. I'm a taxpayer, right? Okay. So why wouldn't that money be allocated to our state budget instead of uh, to political parts? I don't understand. The, the money should not be there at all. The money should not be now, printed. Why the FBI investigate this? I don't understand that. The slush funds, we need to go after the slush funds hard, real hard. Excellent. That's where, they're keep, that's where the snakes are keeping their venom at. I believe that. If you ain't, I mean, I mean, I like Master uh, Mazur. 
he just uh, you know he's a whistleblower. He just opened up the whole woodwork with that. Are, are you talking about the state or the federal government? Are you talking about the COVID now relief I'm funds? About the federal money was allocated for state. Why ain't that going to state uh, budget? Okay, you're talking about the CARES Act. The CARES Act. What's then. that? The CARES Act. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why is that flush funds now? I don't understand. Uh, well, if money wasn't spent, if money was allocated and wasn't spent, you're saying that's become slush funds, which it could be in some yeah. people's minds. Okay. Well, I mean, basically, that's a whistleblower moment there. I think everybody should attack these uh, slush funds and find out what the deal is with that. Because it, I think all taxpayers, if you're a private sector and you don't get no subsidized or government funding, I think you should be mad about these slush funds. I, I mean, let's be honest. Why ain't the FBI doing their job? I, I, I think money. you have a point, and I think, Mark, you've given Mark a homework assignment for go. Monday. Wake All up, right. people. We're on it, buddy. Do something, do something about the Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. 1-800-795-9565. Stand by stand. We'll go quickly through these important messages. that into the microphone. Two Pennsylvania pro football teams playing this weekend. Right. One Buck in the Nell east Bison and one in the west. All right, Steelers, Eagles, you got WKOK, SBC YouTube channel tomorrow. We well, got it all Saturday, too, is the grudge match. The Yipper. rubber match between the uh, Shikalemi Braves and the Seals Grove Seals. You had the Shik uh, young ladies uh, played an excellent game, beat Seals Grove on Tuesday. I was there. Uh, Seals Grove wrestlers oh. dominated. I have Shik. a wrestling question for you when and, we're done. Uh, Saturday stand. is the Shik and the uh, Seals Grove boys rubber match on WKOK and on the SBC YouTube mm-hmm. channel Stan that it is smoke and mirror and Senator Yaw is a, a good man down in Harrisburg for let's say our area but north of us who understands what's good for Pennsylvania and what's good for his constituents so and by the it's time interesting because he irritates Republican leadership at times and irritates Democratic leadership at times he must be doing something right but he's looking out for Pennsylvania and his constituents well, I understand the key is really what Governor Wolf will do I mean he'll impose this regulation if he can but he'll be out of office and the next governor will undo it. Even Josh Shapiro says he has a lot of unanswered questions about whether it will be effective. And if Josh is elected governor, Reggie's not a guarantee. And then if, uh, of course, most of the Republican candidates, I'm assuming, would be against it. So uh, its its fate would be short-lived if the regulation were approved. And the governor can do that. You know, it's his DEP, so that's his prerogative. And all the resolutions won't stop it. But they'll approve the regulation. There'll be a big court fight. Then we'll get a new governor, and that'll be the end of it. Yeah, but you have blue-collar so labor against it, particularly in western Pennsylvania. Or around that, here. That's, that's, that's not a whole <laughs> right lot. Of, that's here. not a large percentage of Republicans. What else, Stan? Anything else before we take another quickie break? Back to Summary Motors for a little service. The one gauge uh, kept moving so slowly he wasn't sure. It was a gas gauge. Oh. He was getting 26 miles to the gallon in his pickup. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, that would be... Wait. Oh, my God. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 1-800-795-9565. Yeah, I was telling you about the Sunbury Motor Company. North 4th Street, Sunbury. Routes 11 and 15 Hummels, play, Hummels Wharf. That's where they're selling brand new Ford, Hyundai, Kia. And if you look on the lot, you say, oh, my God, they're not packed with thousands of cars like 
they are sometimes. Well, that is very true. But they got uh, sort of the hyper top of the line selection of each one. For example, I told you I got to drive this tuna boat truck. It was actually an F-250. Uh, Josh texted me and said it was not an F-150 like the one I'm in now. But he did say, nonetheless, uh, that's a fabulous truck. It's a tuna boat, and it can haul a ton in the background. And what I mean by a ton, I don't actually mean a ton. What we really mean is it can haul 2,000 pounds in the bed. So it's just a super work truck. If that's your need, less than $50,000, so you can't beat that. That's a new Ford. There are new Hyundais down there. You can do get the Kia Telluride as soon as they unload one off the truck. You'll be waiting there, and that will be your vehicle. Consumer Report says that's the best vehicle in the world right now. So check it out. Ford, Hyundai, Kia, Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, Paul's on the line from Berwick. He, too, concerned about the RGGI regulation uh, being advocated for by our governor and being opposed by lots and lots of folks. Paul, you're on the mark. Yes. Uh, I just wanted to call and uh, tell people if they want to find out more about Reggie, to uh, the uh, Pennsylvania Manufacturers Organization, the Commonwealth Foundation, and the PA Motor Transport Association, that's the truckers, and uh, all of them have websites and stuff, and they've done an analysis of this uh, Reggie, and and, uh, they all believe that it will be bad for the energy producers in the state of Pennsylvania, bad for the energy consumers, and bad for the overall economy, and people need to keep in mind that our businesses and industries in Pennsylvania are already behind the eight ball because we have higher corporate taxes and other regulation problems that uh, make it difficult for PA manufacturers to compete with the neighboring states. So um, this is a you know, this is something we just don't need uh, and uh, is harm, harmful to us. And so uh, uh, we ought to do everything we can to uh, uh, to tell the governor that we don't want this and uh, back the uh, people that will take it to court or whatever has to has to be done to stop this. Yeah, I don't think that, uh, as, as, I, as I said, I, I don't think it's going to be in effect long enough to, to matter, to really do any real significant harm. Assuming it gets passed, you know, and DEP imposes it, the next governor's going to undo yeah, it. Yeah, but what business atmosphere are you creating by considering Well, it? yeah, no, that's so a good point. So you're sitting yeah. down in Dallas. It's all about optics. You come in and say, hey, Ben, let's, let, are we going to move to Pennsylvania? Are we going to move to West Virginia? Are we going to move to Virginia on Interstate 81? Where, where, where do you want to put the factory we're talking about? 
Pennsylvania is not coming up first, folks. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, uh, we need, in our energy policy, we need stability because people don't invest. Uh, in other words, there's a big new plant now that they're talking about up here at Newport Township by, uh, uh, by Nanticoke, I think that is. Mm-hmm. And uh, natural gas billions of dollars they're talking about putting into that, and uh, you you can't be changing the rules all the time, and people don't know what to invest. That's what Biden did. That's why you have higher gas prices from the very outset. He took policies that were against energy, and uh, gas prices are going up. People did not, you know, do very various things because they can see that they're the government is trying to put all the uh, these different energy companies out of business okay if they're carbon-based energy and uh, that is just bad for consumers bad for the economy people are not going to invest and uh, it's just a bad climate and uh, uh, you know that's that that's detrimental to me personally as a as an energy consumer Yes, that's all I want to say. Well, and the market will take care of this too. That's the other thing. You know, all the regulations would do would advance what industry's already doing, coming up with the best, cheapest, fastest, easiest way to make electricity and pollute, of course, staying in in compliance with federal regulations. So just let the market decide. It might cost you two more years of uh, coal-fired plants, but soon they'll be converted to gas anyway. And then what's next? Well, the, the scenario is in Pennsylvania. You look at a, a situation. I believe it was Braddock, where U.S. Steel wanted to expand their plant, anywhere from eight hundred uh, million do- billion dollars to to maybe even more, depending on the scenario, and they could not get their permits. It took two and a half years. They said we're fed up, and if it's Braddock, if this is the right right plant, Lieutenant Governor is from Braddock. He was the ex former mayor. But yes. US Steel moved to Arkansas. They broke ground. They're under construction. So if Pennsylvania wants to compete, and Pennsylvania should be, as we had Congressman Muser on who talks about it, Pennsylvania should be the energy, the northeast United States version of Texas when it comes to energy commerce. And all we do is stumble, bumble and fumble around. That's right. All right, we got you, Paul. Thank you so much for sending us or calling. All right, we got time for more callers. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com and text us at seven zero two three six. One of our good listeners sends us a note says, "I have a question for you, Mark. When you report the news, is it required that you report the latest COVID cases, hospitalizations, and death?" No, that's a decision we've made to follow this, all right? So there's that answers. These numbers have been pumped up into our heads for almost two years now, and I'm curious if this is required for anyone reporting the news. No, it's not required. Well, but, it, you know, if you don't like the news, just don't listen to it. I mean, there, there is nobody's numbers pumping now. anything. The CDC confused on these numbers. People who died from COVID. Right, well, that's and what people he said. Who died that's what the with says. COVID. I got you. I mean, anyway, so. also, now that the CDC's differentiated between being hospitalized or dying with COVID or 
from COVID. Why aren't these numbers separated out when reporting the local hospitalizations and deaths? Because uh, there's no separation taking place at the street level, uh, so we don't know might, yet. There might be some uh, economic incentives to check certain boxes. And anyway, back to our listener. It says, I just find it odd that the CDC now recognizes this, but some have been saying this all along because it makes a difference when someone is admitted to the hospital for something else, and then they are tested, and they're tested as a COVID patient. They're counted as a COVID patient or death. Doug, I think you're on to something. If that is true, we definitely need to get that separated out. It might not be years till we know. It is true. The differentiation is taking place at the federal level, but of course, Geisinger and Shemokin and uh, Evan are not giving us the difference yet, nor could they. I mean, they're just, I would say, Doug, they're just follow, trying to get follow people. the money, and the money will take you to places you might not want to be, but will open your eyes. Okay, another listener says, in case you guys haven't heard this, Lou Barletta, believe it or don't, was one of the Pennsylvania Republicans who signed and submitted a phony electoral vote certificate in an effort to overturn the election. I'm pretty sure this is illegal. So, yeah, this I guess this story is going to get more play. It certainly has been kind of talked about for a week or so, but kind of in the background. Uh, it must not be a home run for conservatives because they're not. you don't hear much about it. No, of course, the mainstream media is not talking about MSNBC it. MSNBC is hardly talking about no. it either. CNN, Fox so. isn't talking about it. So I don't even know what to make of it. Yeah. I see that these were there, but... Uh, Maybe you have analysis. Do you know what this means? I do I, not. Uh, I mean, I, I realize mean, he, that he was a private citizen. I believe he was working for the Trump campaign. So, uh, you know, if it's if it's illegal, my guess would be there's a person who's attorney general of Pennsylvania who's trying to run for governor, feels he is governor. So here's <laughs> here's a potential yeah, competitor you of yours. Don't you think uh, Shapiro would be all over this like... Uh, how would you say cream cheese on a, like a uh, breakfast? <laughs> yeah, on a breakfast. Uh, uh, I mean, something doesn't add up here with this. So we'll, we'll we'll certainly see how it plays out. All right. So the schedule is. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Send us more notes if you wish to. We'd love to. Maybe somebody knows what's really going on with those mm. uh, uh, fake. Um, affidavits or whatever they were. All right, so uh, tomorrow, 1.15 p.m. on WKOK, WKOK.com, and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app, and on the SBC Live YouTube channel, we got Sealand's Grover Chicken Lemmy Boys Basketball, the rubber match, as you're calling it, so that's fine. That'll be on the YouTube. Then on Sunday, the Eagles are at 1 p.m., and the Steelers are at 8 p.m., I think, if I have that right. 8.15. 8.15, thank you. And the Tampa Bison Bay. are in between. Tampa Bay, uh, the Eagles are going down to sunbathe in Tampa Bay. It might not be. They're going to win this weekend, the Eagles? Uh, it's going to be a tough, tough order. Tough order for both Pennsylvania professional football clubs. They'll have a well, At uh, least they get another week, right? well, gonna, And they get uh, a different, a decent payday. I think uh, you would take, you or I or Peyton or Rob would take the... Uh, take the playoff game check, win or lose. I mean, I'll stand on the sideline for what they get paid. <laughs> yes. What give, is give me a clipboard. How much money do they get to play? Uh, more than you would want to know, oh, unfortunately. Like a million well, dollars? It might, well, might bring tears to your eyes. <laughs> to play football. Uh, so, would you be willing to crack your skull uh, in it's, for... It's, it's over the uh, average uh, household income in the United States. Well, I'm the program director here. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm program director for three stations here. And, yeah. so and you're still not making as much. And we're still 
they're not making as much as the NFL. All right. So that's that. Okay. Yeah. The Bison are on Sunday afternoon. And Steve Jones will be covering uh, these two games this afternoon. I'm sure. Right. And he'll be talking about them. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Penn State squeezed in over the weekend too. I think they're playing Sunday. Here I am talking about all this other stuff. Penn State basketball. I think uh, so. Where's my Where's my brain? Maybe not. Well, the uh, the winter sports are in full swing. Uh, Great to see. uh, Like I said, the game I went to Shook Seals Grove uh, didn't turn out the way I thought, but Shukalimi has a tremendous, tremendous defense. But good to see the young ladies not wearing masks while they were playing basketball this year. Oh, yeah, super. Yeah, same with the boys. Good point. Yeah, that's one thing you can detect from the YouTube channel (laughs) is the masks are gone. Uh, Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We had a great week. Uh, We thank Ben for coming in today and Joe all the rest of the week. And, of course, nobody gets on their radio but through our fabulous producer, Rob Center. So we appreciate his help and hard work. Joe and I will be back at it with another discussion on Monday morning. This is WKOK Sunbury.